Hey everybody, so uh, really quick, I just wanted to shout out Phone Soap. Go to phonesoap.com, use the code TAKEDOWN. Uh, shout out to quicksash.io. Quicksash is one of the best sponsors we have. I know the owner of this company, super phenomenal company. If you have any sort of computer issues, they can definitely get you fixed up. Uh, Future Kimonos, Game Up CBD, and Adidas all sponsor the podcast. Everything can be found at the link in our bio. Also, give us a call at 502-694-0749. I forgot to do this at the beginning of the podcast, so totally my fault. Um, Also, there's a couple little bitty inconsistencies with the audio. I'm still hammering out this new microphone. To me, it sounds really shitty. I'm not really sure how I feel about it. Anyways, push past it and enjoy the guest. The Good Milf Podcast is a super cool-ass podcast. I've been listening to it all day. Um, So yeah, check those girls out. Thanks. She, she posted a thing like late last night. Um, <coughs> excuse me, I'm hitting this vape and it's kicking my ass. Um, she posted <laughs> on Reddit last night. She was like, anybody trying to guest on a podcast? And I was like, yo, like, sure. Um, so I had no idea what her podcast was about. So literally, like, as we're setting it up and I'm like getting the computer ready, I'm hooking up the mic, I'm like literally listening to her podcast and like dying. Like, I was like, yo, this is sick. And we got on and she was pretty much like, yeah, we just record until we have something good. It's usually little twelve minute segments, and I was like, "Yo, that's badass!" Like, I wish I could do that, you know. Yeah, I know. I love the way she edits too, like the way she incorporates all those little clips and oh, ed- um, edits it all in. Yeah, it's yeah. so it's per. It's, I love her little niche she has. It's like perfect, and it's it's a really quick listen too. Yeah, and before you know it, you're like, I don't know, ten fifteen episodes in. Yep, exactly. <laughs> do you guys feel like um like do you guys feel like that's part of it like actual like podcast length i guess because like i'm i've done podcasts like two hours long and i'm trying to keep them like around an hour because like if i'm listening to a podcast normally like an hour and a half is like my max like you know what i'm saying because like i'm always in the car or i'm like working you know what i mean yeah i think we try to keep it at an hour um i work in an office so i'm sitting at a desk the whole fucking day so i'm literally listening And uh, it's basically like a store. So I get interrupted a lot during the day. So for me, I like to listen to like no more than an hour because I usually can't get more than an hour without being interrupted by a customer. My brother and I have a new podcast called uh, The Weekly Forecast. And it's pretty much like we, uh, you guys watch SNL, like where they do like the news. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah totally. When they do that little news part. Yes. Yeah, so that, like, that's kind of like what we do. Um, but we do it like a lot longer and like more drawn out and whatnot. But we started doing episodes and we found like right at about an hour is like where like that little sweet spot is. So like for us, like we can even record like an hour and a half, but like we still try to trim it to at least an hour because I don't know, like you just don't want to bombard people. Right. Yeah, exactly. And Chris has been doing um, the editing right now and she's been doing an amazing job at editing and I'm going to start getting myself in there too. But we try, she tries to keep it at about an hour. Yeah. There was one episode where we had to trim it 
Oh, yeah. Tiana, we had to trim 15 minutes because t- there was a, I don't know how, what would, how do you say it? Like, a- basically, I kept talking about this dude. And part of the problem was because I was a little tipsy. <laughs> I was a little tipsy, you know, I was, uh, we had had a little bit of a Sunday fun day. <laughs> yeah. And she just kept talking about this guy. And after when she was sober and listened to it, she's like, can you cut these parts out? Like this part, this part, this part, this part, this part. And it was all. And so it made the sh- whole episode 15 minutes shorter. Yeah. So I think that one was, that was a 30 something. That's about 40, 45. Um, yeah. But the other ones have been pretty much at an hour. I don't think yeah. they've gone over an hour yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I used to only uh, podcast like when I was drinking. And so I would say like a lot of really reckless shit, and I'm like, oh, I gotta cut that out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so I had a, no, definitely. We're the. I had like a three way podcast with like two of my closest friends not too long ago, and they both got absolutely smashed. And it was literally like I didn't even remember half the shit we talked about, but then I edited it and uploaded it like the same night that we done it. And so the next morning, I was like getting all these phone calls and texts, and they were like, "Yo, you was talking about some shit on there." I was like, "Oh." Fuck. I need to go back and fix that. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I mean I like conspiracy rabbit hole a little too hard. Yeah, you know. You know I would love conspiracies. Oh yeah, I was talking about like some shit that like the Clintons would have had me whacked the day of. So I was, <laughs> are you guys? That's are funny. you guys big into conspiracies? I mean, not too big. Like I like to watch them and hear about them and whatnot, but. I don't know. You'd have to give me an example of one. Some of them I don't really care about. Some of them I do. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much the same. I'm kind of like into some of them, but not necessarily into some of them. Like the whole aliens thing, totally into that. Oh, yeah. Totally I love the aliens. Yeah, I love the aliens one. Yeah, yeah. yeah totally into that one. Yeah, um, what's another one? Oh, uh, Walking Right Among Us, like yeah. Men in Black. 100%. Yeah, we for totally, sure. We totally have a men in black situation going on here. I had to drive to... The oh. fact that you just said that, are you an alien? Uh, you know, it might be. You never know. You know, I never, um, my wisdom teeth never grew in. And I don't have any. Like when they did my x-ray, I don't ever have at all. Ever. I've never had to have wisdom teeth pulled out and there's nothing there. I wonder if Chris is an alien. Maybe. I might be an alien. You might be, yeah. And I have a super duper strong sense of smell. I forgot what the the medical term is smell like my nose senses i never had my wisdom teeth pulled either so maybe me and you were both aliens would the weekend both be aliens there you go i had mine pulled you guys uh, <laughs> have you guys ever seen that movie the watch with like jonah hill ben stiller and like the aliens were like living under the costco and shit no no oh it's such a good movie they're like it's like ben stiller vince vaughn jonah hill like they're like neighborhood watch and oh yes i have watched that yeah. and they and yes i have it i've never funny seen that hell. one it is so fucking funny the only alien one i can think of that i really love is a- guys i think they're walking but... among us i never had my wisdom teeth pulled either um yeah yeah i just said that i uh <laughs> yeah sometimes like, i have so out. much info that i'm just like yo gotta get it out you know yeah yeah, yeah i believe I mean, aliens hardcore though what what's another one? Um, my yeah, youngest daughter. Uh, I mean, it could be possible, but that one I I don't live near the woods, so yeah, neither. Well, I kind of live near the woods. I live near. There's there is no Bigfoot in the Virginia Beach 
forest over there. No. No. I grew up up on the southwest Virginia side, um, like in like the coal mines and shit, and we had something called the wood booger. And no, they said like it was like very similar to Bigfoot, but not quite. I guess like the wood booger would like, I don't know, I guess he'd wear like blue jean shorts and like put a dip in, you know, but that was like our version. Oh, yeah. Blue jean shorts and put some dip in. Okay. Mountain man or just like a, like a hairy mountain man or what is he like legit like an animal? Because what? Wait, what is Bigfoot? Is he an animal? What is it? Like I, I, they don't know. A super hairy human. Nobody knows. He could be compared to is like a like an ape or a bear. Right? Yeah, yeah, like a human bear ape hybrid. Okay. Maybe he's an alien. What if Maybe he is an alien. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. <laughs> he's walking among us. He's just shaving every single day. <laughs> Damn, that would suck ass. <laughs> totally. He's getting like 10 o'clock shadow, 11 o'clock, 12. <laughs> that's hilarious. Funny. So do you, where do you live now? I live in Florida in the uh, like the ghetto by the sea. The ghetto by you live the in, sea? You live in Jacksonville? Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, damn. Well, I grew up in Miami. I'm a 305 baby, born and bred. Word. I went to Rolling Loud in Miami a couple of years ago, and it was so cool. Dude. I love Hollywood. Yeah. I, um, I want to go to um, Ultrafest, and I was supposed to go to Mark. I've always wanted to go to Art Basel. Art Basel. They did, they did kind of like a, um, a trimmed Art Basel. It was more virtual and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, but yeah, I, I, I planned on doing Art Basel this year too, but that didn't happen. We had a lot of plans this year. They had something going on, uh, like art related during Rolling Loud or whatever. So like, we kind of like stopped by and seen all of it. Miami's super cool. I've always wanted to go to Electric Forest. Yeah, I mean. Electric Forest? What is that? What is that? It's the one where, um. It's like I think it's part of like EDC, but it's like they they decorate the whole little woodline or whatever, and like it's like a big rave. Hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it up. Really? Yeah. I'm gonna bring it up. Electric Forest. I know. I never. That sounds fun. Sounds super fun. We need to do all this stuff next year. I know. Well, hopefully there's no Corona. Yeah. Fucking Corona. I'm so over Corona. I'm ready for it just to be gone. Four day, one weekend. That's held in Rothbury, Michigan. You guys have never seen like the pictures? No. No. I'm about to Google it now. What's it called? Electric the Forest. Electric, electric Forest. They have like a 2020 page set up. It looks so cool though. Oh my god, that looks awesome! Look oh, at this. Hell yeah. Right, I love raves. Like, like EDM music just has like the best shows ever. Well, I, I, growing up in Miami, that was like the thing. Like we all listen to EDM music and this looks so cool. And it's funny cause like a song will come on. Like one of my favorite songs is the pursuit of happiness by, um, Kid Cudi. Kid Cudi. Yeah. Yes. And that song comes on and when the bass drops, I'm just like, yes. <laughs> you guys remember that movie? It was about the kids. They were in high school and they were throwing Yeah, I Project love X. that. Project X. Yeah, I yeah, love that yeah. movie. Yeah, that movie yeah. was so fucking sick. But they had The Pursuit of Happiness in the trailer and I was like, yo, that is so fire. That album yes. is one of my all-time favorite albums. Hey, you know what? Kid Cudi, he hasn't really made any music lately. I don't know what's up with that. He done, um, shit. It was Passion, Pain, and Demon Slaying in 2018, maybe? It was like a like a black and pink cover. And that's like one of the most huh. underrated albums of the year. Yeah, that was super good. 
and then he done I'm gonna have to listen to it now he done a song with Eminem and a song with Travis Scott this year but he did yeah he did he did oh I love Travis Scott Travis Scott is one of my favorite he's one I want to go see in concert because they say when he when he puts on a show he leaves it all on the stage and he's like yeah yeah I watched his documentary is really good the other guy that I'm really loving right now is that guy St. John oh yeah 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 with the TikTok song yeah, that Roses song, but his oh, yeah. album is so cool. I've seen Travis live uh, twice now. The <gasps> first time was in, in Miami at Rolling Loud, and there was a chick. She was like a little Scandinavian chick. And like, so I'm like in a group, like a four man group. Um, and I'm like standing on a trash can, literally like not even like 50 yards from the stage. And she comes up and she was like, I stand? I stand? And I was like, Yeah, sure. Like, take it away. And uh-huh. right before she could climb up, she like passed out. Like she was like rolling oh. super oh. hard. Yeah. So wow. like literally it was like me, my girl, and then my buddy were all like, Yeah, we just can't leave her here. So we kinda like protected her for like the last couple songs, which was like a super bummer because like I love Travis Scott. Um but then I caught him on the Astro World tour when he stopped by Jacksonville and it was fucking insane. Like fire. Oh, so like, jealous. You could, you could That's crazy. Fire. Like it was crazy. The last concert we went to, oh, we went to that Megan Thee Stallion, Future, and Meek Mills. Yeah. That was a good one. They call it uh, Shag Fest, and it's usually, like, it's it's a pretty, it's not an all-day concert, but they have several different artists, and they had Megan Thee Stallion, but we were late. Yeah, we, we were went, late. We, we were, were stupid. We were we were getting drunk at a sushi spot. Drinking sake. <laughs> yeah, that's this bitch. This bitch walks out of the out of the restaurant with the whole sake bottle and the cups, and <laughs> she's like, "We gonna finish this in the car. I'll bring it back tomorrow." <laughs> yeah, I did. I did bring him back tomorrow. I did bring back yeah. the sake cups. So really? I swear to God, yeah. Really? The, well, the sushi spot's like right down the street from my house. Yeah. So I had to bring it back. Like we're regulars there. Like I had to bring it back. <laughs> that shows really good character, but like you know, like the next day when you brought it back, they were like, "What the fuck." Yeah, no, for sure. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> the, our bartender, the bartender I always go to, he was just like, why the fuck did you even bring this back? I'm like, well, I mean, what the fuck? I don't have a sake machine at the house. Yeah, like, yeah. like, what the fuck do you want me to do with it? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I want to come back. back. I seen Nick Mill live when he had just got out of prison. Uh, and they, they like flew him to roll him out or whatever. And he, he played like this big, long ass set. It was actually really good. Um, but like I was always like an OVO fan, like a Drake fan, so like low key I was like fuck Meek Mill, and then he played, and I was like yeah okay, that was pretty cool, you know what I mean? Oh my god, too funny. This is a random thing, but uh, one of my friends s- saw him in concert in Japan, and she sucked his dick. Who? Yo. Meek Mills. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, give, give yeah. Me, give she me told me all about you. it. I was like oh. this was years ago this was like years 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 ago this is probably before he went to jail (laughs) he's like sitting by the pool and he has the french fries on his lap and he has his ashy ass knees no but i'm about to google it google see uh, but that go ahead Oh, ew. Ew, that's disgusting. Right. Like, dude, put some lotion on. Can I get you some cocoa butter? Why are you saying, homie, what the fuck? I've wrestled my whole life and my knees have never looked that beat up. Like, bro, come on. (laughs) Poor guy. Goodness gracious. I love a good uh, hooking up with a celeb story, though. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Those are totally amazing. Yeah. I don't have any of those. I mean, I don't have any. I, well, I mean, I don't have any 
I have my friends' stories <laughs> that I live vicariously through. That's what I'm saying. Like, I just like hearing my friends' stories. Like, I'm like, yo, tell me more, dude. <laughs> <laughs> my buddy my buddy's like 28 and he slid in stevie nick's dms and i was like bruh she ain't even did she respond it. she it so, so it showed scene but no reply i was like bruh that's the ultimate uh, fucking middle finger right there yeah why why would he do that i mean stevie right, nicks is lives, pretty i guess i mean stevie nicks is kind of a boss you right you ever see her on uh american horror story yeah, on yes. that I seven. one. Seven. Yeah. 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 Um I I was thinking about sliding into the She's been obsessed with Travis Kelsey oh for like a month. She calls it her spicy white He's boy. He's my spicy Wait, white boy. Who? Travis Kelsey. He plays for the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh shit. Okay, yeah, I actually knew that. Okay, yeah. Yeah. What? Yo, dude. Yeah. Dude, you should do it. Well, I mean, but I can't. I can't. Now. No, she does. Literally, the past two episodes, she's given him a shout out. Like, yeah. call me, Travis. Slide into, I'm sliding to my DM because I've been watching him. Because I'm a, I'm a, I love football. Like, I'm a total football head. Like, I watch football every Sunday. And um, I, I'm not a Chiefs fan, but I'm a Travis Kelsey fan. So I've been watching the Chiefs. And because, um, you know, my Cowboys suck oh, right yeah. now. So I, I refuse so to. Well, you know what? I'm loyal to a fucking fault, so you know it is what it is. I'm a I'm a rep, I'm a rep the crew regardless. Um, but I've been watching the Chiefs, and I'm like, okay, boo, you had a good game this this week. <laughs> Hit me you up. Tweeting? You you tweeting? No, should I? You should. Hell okay. Yeah. You know what? Let's do this All right. right now. I'm gonna. You guys have oh, good you guys have a good milk Twitter. I, I, yeah, I have one. There's like nothing on there. We literally just we're social media impaired. Yeah, we're, <laughs> like I, we we're working the the IG account like really well because between Krista and I, we can work that one. But um, our our other ones, the uh, all the other social media avenues, we're kind of stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, let's set this up though. Let's get like a little group tweet going, just hitting up Travis Kelsey. I I believe in you. Oh, thank you. See, I, yeah, this you is what it. I'm talking about. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. Yo, I, I love it. So, I, like, growing up, I was like a diehard Steelers fan, uh, and then I moved to Florida, and the Minshew mania happened, and I jumped on the bandwagon so hard. I was like, Yo, I live here now. Like, I can go to these games. Like, it's cool. Uh, like, it was really fun, right? And then they had right? this year, and I was like, wow, dude, I look at my Steelers, and I look at the Jags. Yeah. Like, wow, that fucking DJ Khaled moment, you know, congrats, you played yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely me this year. Yeah, it, and, and I will say, unfortunately, the Florida teams kind of are garbage. I mean, Tampa Bay is not doing too, too bad, I guess, but... They're not doing great. It's a weird football season, though, I have to say. You know what really sucks about, uh, like, Jacksonville football in particular is, like, the Jags always waste, uh, like, drafts on, like, other Florida. Like they'll, like, they'll pick from, like, UNF, Gators, FSU, which, like, sometimes works out pretty good. But, like, for the most part, like, you're just wasting picks at, at some point. Yeah. You know, just trying to get, like, Yeah. Have you been to their stadium? You talk, you're talking about the Jags? Yeah, that, that stadium. Oh, I yeah, I liked it. It was really nice, nice, and the food there when I went was really good. I've went multiple times now, and I never, like, I never eat when I'm there. And I always smuggle. You just well, drink. I, should, I shouldn't say this, but I always smuggle in alcohol too, so I never pay for. <laughs> but <laughs> I love the stadium though, for real. I mean, that's how you do though. You kind of have to have like a big bag, and you like smuggle it in because they can't tell you you can't bring water in. Like, what are they going to do? You know what I mean? I, uh, so I worked, um, 
I used to have a job in construction. I worked on the stadium for a little bit, and it was like right when uh, Nick Foles had like just got hurt, and so I'm like up in like the the boxes or whatever working, and I can look down and just like see all the players like all day. And I'm just like, oh wow! I should go hit one of them up, jump on the podcast, and I was like, that's conflict of interest. Like they fucking they kick me out. But I, uh, you, know, uh, you gotta hustle how you can, you know. So I was waiting. Hey, you gotta shoot your shot where where you can. Just man. wear the t shirt. You're like get get some merch. Wear your merch um podcast shirt around. Because people yeah. ask you. Yeah. They're uh, like, oh, what's have, that about? We have like stickers and shit now, so I'm hoping that like somebody just buys the entire book and just bombs an entire town with it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like like that way, like yeah. no where you go, like the McDonald's drive through, like on that little. A little thing right by the window, like listen to the takedown. Stop. There, there you go. <laughs> there you go. We need stickers. We need, we need stickers. to get stickers. We're gonna we're gonna do stickers now too, because that's a great idea. Just post them all. Just put them all over town. Yeah, I done a site called Redbubble, uh, and you can find it. Like if you guys click the link in the bio or whatever, you can find it, and it it shows you like it's like pretty step by step stuff. Like you can set up an account and then take your logo, and like you can format it kind of like however you want, and then Redbubble just charges you like a like a fee per like product pretty much like anything you sell like they'll charge you like a little fee uh and then you get the rest like it's it's a pretty sweet little setup oh Oh. is it just stickers or it's like any kind of merch no we got shirts hoodies uh oh sweet okay yeah it's kind of hard to do like on a phone though so like if you guys have a like a computer right in front of you'd probably be 10 times easier but for the most part like i'm just doing this shit off my phone like on lunch or like while i'm yeah my kid just fell asleep and i can't really get up and go to the computer you know Right, right. Yeah. yeah. How old is your kiddo? She actually just turned a, uh, a year old. I was about to say a, a one year old. A uh, one year old. She just. Turned I'm just glad one. you didn't say like 14 months or some shit weird <laughs> shit like that. Yeah, low key, I heard somebody say earlier. Oh, my kid's 48 months. I was like, yo, get the. Fuck Ew, out. no. Just say, just say four years old. By that yeah, time. like what now. the fuck? Come on. I mean, uh. I, I I did do it till they were about like 20. What? Probably like twenty one months. Probably until like till they're twenty one. Notepad and you're just like checking off. I know you just like did the math in your head. I think I just did the math in my head. Mind you, though, my youngest is nineteen. So this was years? a while ago. Yeah, she's she's, she's an empty oh, nester. Word. Yeah, word. I have a tw- I, thanks. I have a twenty four year old, a twenty two year old. He'll be twenty three next this week. Yeah, and then I have a nineteen year old. So my kids are older. Yeah, my I have a toddler. She's two and a half. Love her. Do uh, do they listen to your podcast? The two and a half year old no. included. <laughs> the two and a half year old doubt it. <laughs> um, mine have all said that. Uh, my oldest said she will not. She refuses to listen. Um, the middle one said she started listening and could not finish it. So, Wait, and the what? youngest isn't finished. Yeah, because it's- well, I mean, we talk pretty candidly about um, life. After divorce, yeah. with date like our entrance into dating and all the weird things that happen, you know what I mean? Yeah, like the like the awkward first dates and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, and like you know, there's some sexual stuff on there too. So the girls are like, "Ah, oh, we're good." We're yeah, it's here. mostly R-rated. I wouldn't say there's anything too crazy. No. Yeah. We're saving that for Patreon. Yeah, we're going to try and do a Patreon. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. That's and funny. save the uncut stuff for Patreon. Yeah, that, that's, I, that's I dropping on, next year. I noticed on my podcast now, I have like a little E for explicit 
uh, on every episode, which to me was like kind of like a. I was like, oh sweet, that's that's pretty badass, you know. You guys have it too, that- actually. Now that I'm looking, do what? I? I I know I put that set up on where on our hosting platform, but I guess I just never paid attention. Girl interrupt. Oh yeah, there is an E. Oh damn! It says an E on all of our podcasts. Yeah. Okay. All right, I'm feeling I'm feeling real good about my right now. <laughs> Yeah, it's just rated R though. Nothing crazy. Yeah, we don't get too crazy. But it is. It's um, we we do talk really candidly about just like different things moms go through, and then dating life, and then um, just stupid shit we encounter. What was the inspiration the- for starting it? If you don't, I didn't mean to cut you off uh, at all. Oh, it's okay. Oh no. Well, me and Tiana. Uh, well, we used to share an office, and then um we had both got divorced. Like our divorces were finalized around the same time. And, you know, we're like trying to enter the dating world and, um, having no luck, but we were telling each other these every week after every weekend, we were telling each other these crazy ass stories from these random ass dates. Mm -hmm. And, um, everybody else in the office would like come in and listen to our stories. Like they would be excited about it. And, um, I don't know. One day I was just like, you just, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. And then eight months later, here we are. Right. And I have to say it's, it's pretty cathartic. Yeah. No, definitely. It's pretty cathartic. And we are having a grand old time doing it too. We laugh a lot. (laughs) Yeah. That's the best part. Like me and my brother laugh more than we talk like during our, our podcast, which I don't even know what people listen to anymore, truthfully. Uh, but, like, <laughs> as long as you're having fun with it, like, fuck everything else. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Doing, like, merch um, and, like, sponsorships just, like, just to see what would happen. But, like, at the end of the day, like, if we're not having fun, like, we're not going to continue. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, and, and we are having a ball. And yeah. We're, we're getting really good feedback. Like, people are like, you guys are mad funny. Like, yeah. legit fucking funny. Like, a friend, like, friends of friends that we've hung out with before, they're, like, coming up. Like, they come look talk to us and they'll be like you guys are like they never realized we were funny and i'm like how the fuck did you not know we were funny have like, you met us yeah like <laughs> we're a bunch yeah. of two fucking bulls i got a random bulls. message on twitter one day i got like the most random message like i had an episode about uh psilocybin mushrooms and this guy messaged me he's like yo do you think i should take psilocybin mushrooms i'd never seen this dude like he didn't even follow me like he just heard the podcast and, like immediately sent me a message and i was like yo like it just blew my mind that like more than just my friends or like family listen. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah no, I, yeah, no. That happened to me the other day. This random guy from Australia came, slid into my DMs, and he's like, "Yo, so I was just listening." Or I'm pretending I have an Australian accent, but that wasn't gonna work. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, good night, Mike. No, uh, he's like listening to the podcast from Australia. You guys are so funny. I'm like, oh, that's super fucking cool. Yeah. You know, we even have some grandmas listening to us. Yeah, too. we were in our analytics. Yeah, in our analytics, we had what over? It, it was like three percent were over sixty. Yeah, three percent of listeners were over sixty. I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking husbands died. They're trying to get back out there. Howard in room 102's been eyeballing me. Yo, get it. Get it. <laughs> I actually read this fun fact. I guess it's not really a fun fact, but um I think I was just about you, were, you, were you the <laughs> about um what are those? Were the, the old folks home, the senior center homes? Yeah, that's it has the highest rate of STDs. Yo, mm-hmm. I heard that too. 
I yeah, they, because, you know, my, so my grandma was in one for two and a half years, and I was like, "Yo, I swear, if if my grandma gets the clap, dude, I'm fucking killing somebody." Like, what? <laughs> well, because the thing is, is that there the ratio to men is so skewed. There's so many, so much fewer men than there are women, and they're just like the granddads are out there. Just they're just like fucking. They're like, hey. dang, that's wild. Imagine working there. And walking into an orgy, an old people orgy. Oh, you good gotta, God. You gotta go bleach the old eyes after that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, would, I would seriously fucking cry and go home. I just ain't not done. See, I'd be traumatized know. for the rest of my life. <laughs> I don't know. I'm retarded. I'd probably, or I shouldn't say retarded if yeah. you can bleep that out. I'm stupid. <laughs> I would I would fucking be like, go grandma, get a girl. <laughs> you guys need anything? <laughs> <laughs> like oh, throwing... Yeah sprinkles or whatever yeah, on them. I, what are those yeah. rice rice I, uh, and then the- I used to literally like walk in there and i would just be like petrified like not that i was gonna see something like that but i was just like petrified the whole time i was there and like ultimately like like i didn't like let it affect my visit with my grandma at any point but like do you remember uh happy gilmore where like ben stiller's like the shit fucking uh old folks home guy Yes, I and love he, that. That's one of my like, favorites. Oh, my fingers hurt. He's like, oh, well, now your back's gonna hurt because you just pulled landscaping duty. Like, I was always worried about that. Like, one hundred percent. Yeah. I was like, who the fuck am I gonna have to knock out the second I walk in here? And I would right? like, ask my grandma too. I'm like, yeah, who's on your shit list? Like, I got you covered. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> now, how did you get into podcasting? Um. So actually, before I before I say that, I will say I actually my analytics are split down the middle for USA and Australia. So good I might really? Oh, yeah. I have a I've had like a bunch of Australian guests on, and that's if, so cool. Uh, yeah, if the US keeps acting all America like, I'm I'm about to dip out to Australia. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right? Shit. We'll, I, we're coming too. <laughs> you know, come on. We'll, we'll do the takedown. Uh, the takedown meets the good milk, and that's you know that's that's a wrap. Oh. We do it in Australia. I mean, I will say that was the whole reason why I joined the Navy. When I joined the Navy, I wanted to be stationed in Australia. It never happened, though. You know, <laughs> when my dad would... No, I never got to visit either, and that that, that kind of sucked, because I did do a Westpac, which is when you go on deployment for six months on the West, and you leave from California, and you do the West Coast countries, like you do Hong Kong, Singapore, the Middle East, and all that. Usually, you stop in Australia on the way out, and then you stop in Australia on the way back in, but... I. It, it didn't happen for me. Oh, so. you were eating My- squid. You were trying to have a kangaroo burger. That sucks. I'm serious. Yeah, I was trying to get down like that, but it didn't happen. I ate a fat-ass piece of kangaroo the other day. This is no shit. And it was the worst fucking meat I've ever ate in my life. And I've ate a lot of... I mean, I've not... Is ate- it at that one restaurant? Oh, what's it called? It's right there in that it. area. I think so. And they serve all those the different types of meat. Yeah, they serve all the different type of animals. Is it that place you went? I was in South Carolina. Oh. So I got it over the holiday, and I was like, yo, this is terrible. Like, I can't imagine eating more of this. Yeah. But they're kind of cute. I wouldn't eat a a kangaroo. You ever seen that video of the guy... uh, like he his dog is like being uh molested by that kangaroo so he like punches oh and the dad and the yeah and the guy fights the kangaroo so there's a ufc what? fighter named bryce yeah it's mitchell, and he it's a good him. video yeah so so bryce mitchell uh he's a fighter in the ufc he choked a deer unconscious and like killed it right like rear naked choke body triangle like submitted it to to death and i was like yo if i go to to australia like it's kind of my goal is to like fight to the death with a kangaroo <laughs> 
Okay, well, I hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> but have you ever seen the? Have you ever? If, have you ever Googled like kangaroo, like buff kangaroos? Buff kangaroos. Yeah. Do you guys watch UFC? Yeah, I've watched sometimes. Those buff kangaroos are straight up built like Nate Diaz. Like they got the long, skinny, fat bodies. Like it's so yeah. Cool. Nate Diaz. I just I just recently learned who Nate Diaz was. Yo, shout out! Like, to look you. at yeah. Whoa, those. Are those real These kangaroos? These are real kangaroos. That's what they look like. They're like buff as fuck. Yeah, I'm like, I had Google. Too. Yeah, yeah, I Google. Like, they just got out of prison. Like, look at them. <laughs> they legit look like they just got out of prison. Yeah. Like, this is legitimately, like, what they look like. Why are they so big? Is there something about them? Are they different kind of kangaroos? They almost look fake. They do look I don't fake, know. Don't yeah. Did you just type in buff kangaroo on Google? Yeah, you just Google buff kangaroo, and it, it like it's a whole thing. There's a bunch of them on here. One that one looks like a dog. Yeah, that one looks almost like a pit bull mixed with a Jesus, um... the first one, Roger. Yeah. <laughs> Roger, yep. No, I so like coming from Southwest Virginia, like I was taught, like if you ever kill an animal, like you have to eat all of it. Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Super totally. Native American, so like I don't think I could ever kill a kangaroo just because like they're so cute and cuddly. But these right? dudes, like, if they squared up with me in the street, yo, it is on. Yeah, you would have to, you would definitely have to do something. What's that's crazy. Is he, like, bending a trash can? Yeah, that's what it looks like. That's Roger. That's Roger. Roger's pissed. <laughs> Roger's not a happy camper. Roger's got an OnlyFans. Look at some of these poses he's got. <laughs> no, legit an OnlyFans, this one. Oh, yeah. Buff Kangaroo gets girl by flexing. <laughs> <laughs> onlyruse.com oh my gosh that's hilarious oh my gosh this is crazy yeah it's a thing if you guys had to fight one animal to the death what do you think it would be like Th- that we i would win i mean the, i mean win is a win's a weird term because you know what i'm saying you can get pretty fucked up but still technically win you know yeah, let me see. If I were going to get into a fight with a wild animal, I'd want it to be a, like a koala bear. A koala bear? <laughs> yeah, because it's so small, I'd win. Don't those things have syphilis, though? Ew, oh, no, then I don't want to fight them. Have, I might get it. They have claws, too. If I'm not oh, fuck. Yeah, they do have claws. They'd... I'm trying to think of, like, a non-threatening animal. Um, What's, like, the biggest I- animal, though? biggest animal that you think you could probably beat in a fight a giraffe what? how would you beat that i would just choke it i would Damn. climb on it i would just climb on its back <laughs> and choke it like a rear naked choke <laughs> i'd wrap my i'd <laughs> i would jump you know like when you how you feed you, you gotta jump on you can just get on the tree like it's gonna chase you. You yeah. get up on the tree. Oh, you climb the tree. Okay. You climb the tree, uh-huh. and then you She's like, yeah, jump okay. on it, and then you wrap your arms. <laughs> it, you wrap your arms and legs around it, and then you would choke it out. Okay. Did you like climb up the neck and like? Yeah, okay. exactly. All right. That's what I think. Start, like, where does the neck start to be choked? I would go up as high as possible to the brain. Yeah. Because that that way you cut off you cut off the circulation and cut off the oxygen. As and now I'm just picturing possible. me like at the top of the giraffe neck and like it's bent over like a limp dick. <laughs> if this was really interrupted, I'd have a cartoon just for this occasion, but I'm not as cool. As that. 
And she'd have some kind of sound for it. Yeah, too. I know. She'd have some kind of weird little sound in there that would make it go perfect. I love Could it. Could you imagine them, like, falling off of a giraffe? That's like falling out of like a second story window. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't know what animal I would fight to the death. I would I would want it to be something. Ooh, a shark. Oh, I've, thought, of, I've thought about that. Like 100%. A hammerhead? You could choke a hammerhead out for sure. Exactly. You could totally choke a hammerhead out. Well, sharks aren't really... They don't attack like that. I've swam, I've scuba, no, I scuba dive a lot and that's I've true. seen a lot of sharks and they don't give two shits about you. That is true. They don't, they really don't give a shit. But I'm gonna if I was going to. I'm going to take this opportunity to say if anybody uh, out there listening has been affected by like a rabid shark attack, could you, could you like legit hit me up uh, on Instagram at the takedown podcast? And, like, it I'm, is going to be a super rare event that you get attacked by a shark super rare and like survive or like just like in general and, and survive or i mean in general in general to be attacked by a shark is very uh, slim chance well, I mean, that would happen the only reason they attack surfers is because they think they're seals really? yeah Cause of, cause yeah of the flat, uh, like the surfboard yeah the way that it looks and i guess the way that their their feet are over the side and like their hands the way that it looks supposedly it looks like a seal from underneath so they're thinking that they're attacking a seal I wonder what's up with, like, the shark eyesight that, like, you know what I'm saying? Because, like. Well, when you think about it, they're looking at, they're looking at you sideways because they can't see head on, if I'm not mistaken, because they're of where their eyes are spaced. I think, yeah, depending on the shark. Depending on the shark, they're, especially, like, a hammerhead shark. A hammerhead shark has them, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they're on, like, the outside. On the outside, on the sides of the hammer part. So and then in bad visibility, I didn't mean to cut you off. In bad visibility, okay. sharks can visually detect their prey ten to fifteen meters away. So that's even like I mean, shitty water too. Yeah. So I mean, there's well, you're not can't be that bad. Then. You're not supposed to sw- swim or dive at night because duh, sharks. Right. And in murky water, if you're murky water, no, you shouldn't be swimming in. And then. If you're diving and there's lots of sea life and then they suddenly all disappear, then you should be fucking disappearing too. Yeah, that's for sure. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that uh, I am I would much rather take my chances in space than underwater, I think. Really? I would totally take my chances underwater in a heartbeat. I can't really well, nothing's going to happen in space. There's nothing out there well, you would except ex- dead satellites. Well, you explode because you can't live out there. Um, yeah, Martians, I, mean, I the guess. the first human to ever win a, a mixed martial arts fight against an alien, I think. There you go. <laughs> I'm here for it. I'll pay, t- I'll pay money for that. Yeah, I'll my pay, money's I'll, on you, but I'll pay I'm for that. Her, I'm hooking her up with Travis Kelsey. She's hooking me up for the, the UFC of Martians. <laughs> There you go. There you go, boo. Uh, there's this uh, conspiracy theory. I don't know if it's a conspiracy theory. I think it's just a theory in general mm-hmm. um, that aliens are actually humans, but in the future. So they're not actually aliens? They're not really aliens. It's just how humans evolved into the future. I can it's see like, that. So there they have like little ears. There was like a thing. I didn't mean to like... I feel like no, 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 you're fine. Cutting you guys, it's hard to like navigate a conversation like in three separate ways, like without, you know what I'm saying? It's a lot easier if we're all in the same room. It's a lot easier because then yeah. we can see our facial reactions. We'll we'll have a we'll have to collab actually face to face. Actually, we we could like stop by on the way down to Florida, down to Miami. Oh, I'm not gonna go to Miami anymore. I don't you're think you're freaking fired, bitch. <laughs> there you Sorry. have it, everybody. 
the good mail. something about aliens like the time traveling thing like that like apparently society like hundreds of thousands of years ago was like super advanced and then something happened that like fucked it all up and then only like certain people i guess survived have you guys like heard of that and like they're like technically aliens i guess I've not heard that one. I heard that um, back in the day, the humans were amongst the amongst the people. Like the aliens were amongst the humans, and that's how we got like the um, all the stuff in Egypt and like all the crazy stuff down in Mexico. Yeah, that's like the other one. This is one of the ancient alien. I, I'm obsessed with ancient aliens and yeah. how they they um, associated and like all the different religions have all these people coming from the sky and like doing all these crazy, amazing things Mm -hmm. and ancient aliens. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Right. And then the ancient aliens guy is saying that that wasn't gods or God. It was aliens. I can, I which can is plausible. That. It is plausible when you think about it. I mean, because we really don't know. No, no, you know, us actually know unless we go up there along on the podcast. Oh yeah, he knows something. He, he knows something. For that's for sure. Did you guys hear that Tom DeLonge was the guy that like leaked those uh, the NASA or the I'm sorry the UFO videos that the government the Pentagon put out? Really? Yeah. Really? If you like Google it, yeah. Apparently from Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah. Okay, so do you guys know that Tom's like a hardcore alien dude? I had no idea. I had no idea. I'm Googling it now. I get down with Blink-182 as far as his songs. Yeah, I love Blink-182. Shout out Tom DeLong. Uh Right? Yeah. Fuck Matt Skiba. Anyway, um, <laughs> so apparently Tom owns this this thing called the In the Stars Academy, and they are the ones that leaked the, the three videos that the Pentagon uploaded to YouTube. Wow. Tom went on Joe Rogan and like talked about aliens, and Joe literally done like a disclaimer. He was like, research before you believe kind of because tom just sounded like a psycho and then the pentagon releases videos yeah it was crazy that's wild that is so interesting but you know what that, it's funny that you say that because i feel like they low-key the government releases stuff that makes us think that they're not the ones releasing it but they are releasing it i don't know maybe that's one of my conspiracy theories they also, yeah. you know, after so many years, like the FBI un or yeah, releases they, all right. those like mm-hmm. what is it called? Like um It's um like those secret documents. They're the secret documents. What's the name of it? What's I forgot what it's called, but there was one that I was reading about that they released and it was about how they were studying like astral astral projection. Really? I'm in the astral projection uh like Reddit, subreddit, whatever you want to say. And uh, that's, like, really interesting stuff, too. And, like, I've tried to astral project. I think I might have, like, one time. I'm just not for sure. If I did, I wasted it. and was, like, just at a fucking Kmart. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, in the Reddit, though. Now, it's super cool. And then, like, the there's another Reddit called uh, Glitch in the Matrix. And, like, it's, like, crazy. Oh, I love those ones. I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. I'm always on Reddit, too, like, looking up weird shit. Yeah, so I'm having a total glitch in the Matrix kind of moment that I literally, like... Do you guys remember a beef jerky that was, like, out in, like, the early 2000s that was, like, yellow and red? 
and a little bit of black on the label, and it was like a stick, and it had a cowboy on it. You guys remember that? Vaguely. Like, I want to say yes, but I'm not sure. Nobody else apparently remembers this beef jerky, and I've literally felt like I'm insane for like the last week. And I literally made it like a Facebook post, and like, I would guarantee like maybe 20 different people have been like commenting different beef jerky logos. And I'm like, yo, none of these are it. Like, I literally am starting to feel like I'm crazy. But I remember it like so hardcore. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's also called the Mandela effect. No, yeah. this Mandela wasn't making this beef jerky. This is no, <laughs> it's the fa- it's that false memory thing. Like, there's that other one. Do you remember when the Berenstein Bears? Yeah, Berenstein Bears, or when Sinbad made that uh, genie movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sinbad never made a genie movie. Bullshit. He was right. Look it up. Shit. Look it up. Nope. Sinbad never made a genie movie. I clearly no, he did Sinbad not. Google it on a carpet. Google it. He okay, would you, never made it. He never made a genie movie. Yes. yes. All right. So when uh, the dad pops, I can't remember his real name. He passed away. Rest in peace to him. When he's going to pick up Craig in Rancho Cucamonga, he yeah. meets a guy at a gas station that he says is Sinbad, and he says, "Hey, man, I like your movies. That red carpet's real cool." You don't remember that? No. He like, yeah, he, okay, hold on, I gotta bring this shit up. Yeah, like, cause I, I've seen the, the, all the Friday movies, like, several times. I'm not so really he's at the gas station, he says, hey Sinbad, I really like your movies, that last one with the red carpet was real cool. But back to the astral projection, I actually did this, um, there's this YouTube video, I'm gonna send it to you, and it's a, basically a kind of guided meditation to bring you to your past lives so it'll show you your past lives and i've done it before and it's really cool like i had these i don't know if i was dreaming or what but it was very vivid i want to do that and i like and one of the only one i can vividly remember is that i was standing on like a cobble type road Mm -hmm. in a dress Mm -hmm. and like people were passing me and on horses, and that was the only part of uh, that I remember of the dream. Really? Yeah. I had a dream one time that I was a dog, like like no shit, like I was a dog, or maybe like a wolf, and I was like walking through the snow. And like since I've had that dream, I like one hundred percent, I've told myself like, yeah, in a past life, I was definitely like a wolf or a dog, or something furry. And- that's very interesting. That's interesting. That is very interesting. And you have like a like a strong feeling that like you were actually there, like this was. What you. year were you born? 1995. Yeah, I 100%. I'm like, yo, that was definitely me. Like, for sure. I was a dog or a wolf or some sort of like pack animal, I guess. I was Googling your Chinese um, animal, zodiac animal. It's a pig, pig, though. I was thinking it might be a dog because you were having dreams about it. Have you ever had um have you ever had like your chakras cleansed or done a a, pla- a past life regression type thing? No, I had a massage one time in Jacksonville. <laughs> <laughs> it was so weird. I was like, yo, I'm not down with it. And the guy had really long hair and he had a beard and uh-huh. I was like pretty much like, yo, don't do from the waist down except for my feet. <laughs> and so he done my feet and then he done my hands cuz I I just broken my hand and I was like, yo, just really get in there. And he was telling me uh, that him and his girlfriend have been together for like four years and they were about to split up. And he started kind of like choking back tears. And I was like, yeah, this is not. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. Move, bro. I got to go. And, uh, <laughs> but for like a moment, he put on like this, like this wave. Uh, it was like some sort of music 
it was like waves or something and the room was like super black and i like swear i fell asleep for a moment just from okay. him, like rubbing my neck yeah so i thought i died i believe it yeah yeah i believe it totally yeah mm-hmm. so after that i'm like no nah, i'm good have you guys yeah. ever had that i actually had my chakras cleansed and had a past life regression and because I'm I'm the hippy dippy one. Yeah, she's a hippy dippy girl. Like, totally into, but I, I'm totally into the whole like I believe in God, but I totally believe in like the universe and energies and all that kind of stuff. And um, I had recently separated from my ex husband, and I wanted to like start new. So I had my chakras cleansed and stuff like that. And she told me that I was an ethereal healer in my past life, and that's why I attract certain type of people. People that are broken and need fixing. Healer. <laughs> Have fun with that. Yeah, right. <laughs> to kind of like to kind of like add on to what you just said, like I, so like I try to not talk about like religion or politics on the podcast, but mm-hmm. I've said multiple times like I'm very religious. Um, more right. so like after my daughter was born, uh, because my my daughter was born like via C section. It was like an emergency C section. Oh wow! Um, in like moments like that, like you always kind of like revert to like praying like i don't care who you are like moments like absolutely like people in car wrecks and they're like sitting upside down you know what i mean like they always yeah, you know, yeah that's the only thing you could really do at that moment yeah you know i was like in the in the waiting room or whatever um and they they like gave me the suit to put on like you know like the the blue sterile shit mm-hmm. and i'm like putting it on i'm just praying like over and over and over and over and ever since that day like i've been like a devout christian since that day like i i literally feel like um, like I had like that moment, you know what I mean? Like that moment where everything just like came together. If that makes sense, like yes, mm-hmm. I, I completely um, understand. Yeah, but being like the devout Christian I am, like I still believe in like, like I believe in like hippie stuff like that. Like yeah, like I believe that like there is a like a possibility of like past lives and like there is uh, like spirits among us and like you know what I'm saying. So I had this moment not too long ago, and I spoke about it on another podcast. Uh, my my father's been uh, gone for a couple years now and I had a pretty good relationship with my father like while he was on earth and mm-hmm. I fell asleep on my couch um, completely sober like I hadn't been drinking or nothing I fell asleep watching like TV whatever and something woke me up and it said my name is like Joshua Adam and I was like what the fuck and so I went into my girl like my girl's asleep my daughter of course can't say my name and I'm like right. what the fuck so I'm like getting everything like prepared to go to bed like i'm locking the doors turning all the tv off like whatever and i heard it again and it was like in my dad's like voice um and so two months before that um i didn't mean to like just take this and like run with it but so two months no i'm totally i'm totally feeling this right now i was working and i was on the side of like the highway like national forest kind of area right and Mm. i'm like digging a hole and i have a partner beside me and my partner left to go get our truck because we were like a mile and a half away from where we had started and i literally felt like somebody was right beside of me like if you ask me like i would swear that there was somebody beside me and i'm talking like the entire time i'm just like talking 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 and i look up and there's nobody there and it gave me goosebumps I I had that feeling like somebody was beside me and i would swear like to this day like it was my dad just standing there like like i don't know how to describe it. like i feel like spirits will come to you like when you need them kind of and like and i, was, I told i was like a new father like i was having a lot of anxiety like i have like clinical anxiety uh but i was having like a lot of anxiety i was a new father like I, of course like my mind is just like fucking everywhere and i mm-hmm. felt like my dad was like 
right there with me. It was so fucking crazy. But I do believe, I do believe that that is a, that is a true thing. Like when people talk about angels and stuff like that, I think, I do believe in hell and heaven and all that. But I do, I think that if our, our, if we haven't fulfilled our purpose or done something that we were sent to earth, I think that we come back. I think we come back until we learn the lesson or help that person or do whatever. I, I, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a firm believer in that because I know Krista and I, we haven't known each other that long, but if you would ask anyone that would see us, people think that we've been friends all of our people lives. People think we're sisters. Yeah, people think we're sisters. Well, there's like there's like a thing, like soulmate friends too. Like I firmly That's, believe yeah. that. Yeah, we did a whole that. thing yeah. on that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, uh, do you guys believe in, um, sorry, I'm like, I'm, I'm getting like way out there. Um, do you guys believe in like, birthmarks have something to do with like your past life? Have you guys ever heard that? I heard about that. I heard that your birthmark is how you died in a past life, which is interesting because I have a birthmark like right where my femoral artery is. Interesting. Yeah, right here on my inside of my left thigh. It's like a little birth. Yeah, I got shanked in my (laughs) femoral artery. This bitch was in prison and somebody shanked her ass. (laughs) What's so crazy, I have a birthmark on, like, the back of my neck. And, like, so when my daughter was born, like, of course, like, I'm looking at my daughter. My daughter has one on the back of her neck, too. And it's, like, the craziest thing ever. Yeah. And so my dad had the exact same birthmark to the point where, and so my dad's been gone for years. My daughter was born last year. I was like, yo, my daughter's like my dad coming back to haunt me. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh my god! Like we were on good terms. I, yeah, I was like, I, you know, like young father, and I had yeah. like anxiety. I'm just like thinking like the craziest shit ever. But yeah. But but it it, it could be it could I be mean, your yeah. dad like come back to kind of like hang out with you and just you know as your daughter grows you'll just have to to see the, who does she look like? Uh, like me now. Like she, she, like, she came out looking identical to my dad's baby pictures. Uh, which, like that's what I'm saying. Like my father's been gone for a couple of years now, and she came out looking identical to him. And I was like, "Yo, that's like a sign that like he's like watching." You know what I'm saying? And then, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I totally believe that. Identical to me to the point where like my mom was showing me a picture the other day, and I was like, "Yo, when did you take that?" And she was like, "Oh, I don't know, motherfucker. 24 years ago." I was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <Wow. laughs> yeah, I was like, "Really?" Yeah. That's crazy. What's your birthday? My birthday or hers? Your birthday. Uh, it's in February. You want February like exactly, You guys aren't gonna like read my chart and tell me like. No, no, no. no. I we, well, I was gonna ask if you ever took an enneagram test. Yeah. A what? An enneagram. It's kind of like the Myers Briggs. You know, like that ENFJ or INFJ shit, where it tells you like extrovert, introvert. Oh no! I thought I thought you said anagram, and I was like, "Yeah, that's like, that's like, DVD, <laughs> it's like witches." You know what I mean? <laughs> no, no, no. Enneagram. enneagram. E. How do you spell it? E N N E G R A M. E N N E A G R A M. We're gonna send you a link. Um, you gotta take this test. You gotta taste the, take the test. You gotta taste it because I have the yeah, link. Um, you got, yeah, you gotta, gotta take the you test. Take the test. <laughs> no, I'm I'm with you though. I believe in angels. Uh, I'll tell you another crazy story. And I had this chick on here named Liz. You guys should get it on your podcast. She's a paranormal investigator. And I was telling her like, Ooh, I love it. Yeah. Yes. I had her on for the holiday, and I literally like, her, like she became my homie. Like she's so cool. Um, but my grandfather was a bluegrass musician in Southwest Virginia, and growing up, I used to go to, like all these fiddler conventions and like like all these weird bluegrass concerts and stuff. 
and the older I get, like, I'm falling in love with bluegrass. Like, I still love, like, rap, and I still love, like, metal. Uh, but, like, I love bluegrass. And so my grandpa died when I was, like, maybe, like, 10 or 11. And he had bought me this guitar, like, an acoustic guitar for my birthday. And, I like, shortly after he passed, I was, like, falling asleep one night. And I had the guitar on a stand in my room. And I used to fall, I used to lock the cat out of my room when I would sleep because, like, I didn't like him you know, messing with my shit. Um, mm-hmm. So the door was closed. Cats are weird. Just me sitting in there. And I swear, like, the guitar strummed in the middle of the night. <gasps> and I was like, oh yo, my that's, a, like, that's my grandpa coming to me, like, as an angel. Like, That yeah. is so cool. I've had, like, so that many That is really, really like cool. That. Yeah, I've had, like, a lot of moments like that where I'm like, yo, somebody is, like, thinking about me. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I believe in angels. I believe in I heaven do too. I believe you got to get right on earth. Not to be, like, super yep. religious. I believe you got to get right, though. And Yeah. Uh, yeah. The craziest thing that's ever happened like that, like supernatural. I was in a um, temple, like a Japanese temple. It was like a 3000 year old temple. You know, it's kind of like a tourist spot. And we I was with my friends and their kids and their kids were like, you know, two and three years old. And we were in this big hall of the temple and there's like all these statues and the kids are both looking up in the upper left-hand corner of the one of the rooms we were in and laughing uncontrollably. And they were both looking at the same exact spot. And, like, all the adults in the room are, like, looking around, like, what the fuck is going on? Uh, it was the most bizarre experience ever. Really? So yeah. Liz, that chick that I had on my show, she was telling me that kids are, like, more in tune to stuff like that. I guess they yeah. have, like, a different frequency. You guys, you yeah, guys have like that twin sister thing going on where you guys are like yeah at the same time. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm gonna get you guys her contact info because like you guys would absolutely love talking to her. Oh, that would be so cool. Please do. Please she moved do. into like a haunted, um, like a haunted home, and like they oh, what the like, fuck? Her and her husband <gasps> purposely found a haunted home to move into, and like her kid will come and start talking about like this imaginary friend that that he had. <gasps> And it's like the name of one of the guys that built the house. Like they look. Oh my god! Oh my mind. No. I was like, yo, I swear, if my if my daughter comes up to me and starts talking about like all these imaginary friends, like I'm moving. Like I'm dipping. Hell yeah! Uh, Hell no! I love all things supernatural and crazy and scary. So I yes, please like connect her with us. I want to have a whole scary episode paranormal one this wench though she actually likes all that crap she she went last year during during it wasn't it during uh uh halloween oh yeah no we went last christmas Christmas. there's like this full contact haunted house like you have to pay extra and they'll like grab you and scare you and like drag you through the haunted house and shit like that on netflix the guy that's like getting fuck no i would not go to that one that one's stupid that's when you had to sign like a 40 page waiver no um i watched like his youtube video which like okay so like forewarning for anybody listening you can find this guy it's uh the mckamey manor but watch like at your own discretion for sure but this guy's like making people spit loogies and like other people's mouths. yeah it's just like, it's it's like a torture chamber yeah, it's not scary I'm, I'm like not yeah it's not it's not a haunted house it's like a torture chamber that you fucking pay for I see i don't do scary houses. i love haunted. i love haunted houses too Tiana's she, she, scary shit. 
Not no. at all. She doesn't I, even watch scary movies with me. I am the biggest punk ever in life. I know I won't do it. I'm good. Thank you. Y'all have a good time. And I will wait for you when you come outside. Can we do a, a takedown versus Good Milf's fucking haunted house? Like live streaming on YouTube? Can we do that? Yeah, I'm down. Krista can do it. I'll do yeah. it. Oh, come on. Oh, fine. I will do it. God. <laughs> it, your, pro- your reactions would be the best. That's why. That's probably The why. best haunted house I went to was in, uh, um, what's it called? I think it's called Fujiyama, Fuji-Q. But see, the thing is, is that the Japanese, they have, their horror movies are super Yeah, intense. so like, and this, there's this theme park in Japan called Fuji-Q Highland, and they had a separate haunted house, which is basically, it was like an old hospital, and you, they, you, you go in, you watch a little movie, and then, you know, they tell you don't touch the actors, blah, 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 blah. They, you take the elevator all the way up to the top floor, and you have to find your way out. Oh, hell no. Nah. And they give you a flashlight. Oh, hell no. Nah. It's so cool. I cried. I cried. And yes, that one was so scary. That was the only haunted house I've ever cried in. So, yeah. low-key, I was in a gas station that was being robbed one time, and I was completely oh. unaware of it. So, like, I don't think haunted houses would scare me all that much. <laughs> oh, my God. How, I wait, I I literally walked in one door, paid for gas, and just dipped out as this dude walked in with a gun and a ski mask on the other side. Completely unaware. Pumped what? My, my gas and everything. Yeah, didn't even think about it. Yeah, so wow. I, don't think, I don't think most haunted houses would like freak me out or anything. That's crazy. <laughs> that reminds me of a time um, my little sister's babysitter oh, uh, yeah. is a was a murderer. Bullshit. I'm not lying to like you. Buffalo uh, Bill style or like? No, uh, no, she, <laughs> no. She killed. No, she killed her friend. The babysitter killed her friend. So what happened? Nobody. Um, I went to go pick my sis, little sister up at the babysitter one day, and these other women were in the elevator with us because it was a high rise. So they stop at this other floor, but they don't get off. But there's all these like uh, military cops and like guys in suits and whatnot. And one of the guys gets on the elevator. My little sister, I don't know, she's like, you know, seven or eight. And she's like, oh, what's going on? Why are you guys all here? And uh, the guy is like, oh, someone got really hurt um, on this floor, um, blah, 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 blah. But it was funny. Trying to not say that, like. Yeah, trying to say that someone got murdered. Yeah. But it was funny, though, because I'm reflecting back. When I picked my sister up from the babysitter, she opened the door all fucking weird and was like, where are you going to go now? And I was like, uh, home? She's like, you need to go straight home. I was like, okay. <laughs> um, and then, um, like a few weeks later, um, my mom was actually a suspect because, yeah, suspect? because, because the babysitter was in that same apartment, uh, high rise. So they, people saw my mom going in and out of that apartment complex. Oh my God. So my mom was a suspect and we were like, what the fuck is going on? And then it finally, um, news broke. And I guess the, my sister's babysitter confessed to the murder. And the reason why she confessed to the murder was she said the ghost of the woman was haunting her. Oh, yes. That is crazy. Yeah, it was wild. That is nuts. Do you guys listen to uh, Bailey Syrian? I love her. I love her little makeup videos with her little scary stories. Yeah, so low key, I do too. (laughs) (laughs) I love her. 
listening to one earlier about um, it was about this this gay this gay man in San Francisco, and he had apparently killed like sixty five people and had photographs of them in his car, and I was like, what? what? The f- yeah, yeah, it blew my mind. I was like, yo, that is twisted shit. Like, I don't. But they said. I don't get into true crime at all, but like it just blew. I love true crime. Yeah, true crime is where it's at. Yeah, yeah I love ever, true crime. Have you ever listened to Serial? I've not. No. Is it good? It's a really good podcast, but they have um, uh, they basically talk about different crimes that have transpired, and they kind of do like their own investigation about what the crime was, and like the first one was about this guy that supposedly killed his ex girlfriend, but he's sitting in jail, and he claims that he's innocent and when you look at the evidence it's all circumstantial how they put him in prison but he was a minority he wasn't black he was from the middle east somewhere and the girl was asian i think or something like that but they've done several different um oh i know which one you're talking about yeah but they have one that's called um shit town it's called s town it's called s town is the but it's it's shit town that's what it sounds it stands for and they follow this guy who's like a conspiracy theorist and they talk about, you know, what transpired in this town and all the different things that are going on. And he's like a real, he's a real oh, like kind of kooky guy and, but has a lot of money and stuff like that. You have to listen to it. I can't tell you what happens cause you have to like listen to it all the way through, but it's hella good. Like you really need to listen to it. It's called yeah, S Town. I'll, I'll definitely check it out. I just listened to and binged uh, In the Red Clay. Do you guys ever listen to that? No. What was it again? In the Red Clay. I'm going to so, write this down. Ooh. In the Red Clay, yeah. I actually just had the creator on the podcast. They were, like, trending hardcore, like, last week and this week. But uh, it, it follows, because, like, like, I'm from the Appalachian Mountains. So, like, I'm really into Appalachian history. And Georgia kind of, in some parts of Georgia, falls into, like, the Appalachian Mountains. Uh, but the Georgia Dixie Mafia, and, like, it follows them. Um, and one of their like most notorious hitmen, uh, Billy Sunday Burt, and he killed like 56 people. But it's it's essentially being told by this guy named Sean Kipe, who shout out Sean, like he came on my show, he's a super cool guy. But it's being told by him and then Billy Sunday Burt's son, uh, Stoney. And like, yo, it, I was in tears. Like, because wow. like, like, okay, so I'm like a really emotional guy anyways, like low key, don't Aww, tell anybody. I but, love that. But yeah, so like a good father-son story always like gets me crying. And uh, yeah, so like this guy's like talking about like growing up, like his father was like a fucking hitman. And like it is insane. Like so, wow. so good. That's and, so and, crazy. And it's all like 100% real. Like I didn't believe it. And I Googled it. And then when I found out it was real, like I messaged Sean. I was like, yo, dude, you've got to come on my podcast. They were super cool. Like they set it all up in of media. Um yeah, like they're super cool people. So shout out to them. But it is such a good podcast. Like I wouldn't, like I wouldn't tell you guys to go listen to it if I didn't. Uh, I'm gonna go listen to it. So I'm listening that's to good. it. That's good. I'm listening to it. What other pod? What other podcast do you listen to? So when I first started listening to podcasts, it's because five years ago I started uh, a career like as an MMA fighter, and so I was listening to like a lot of Joe Rogan, um, and I was mm-hmm. listening to a lot of like like mental health podcast like trying to mm-hmm. get like a good mind state kind of um and then slowly i started becoming infatuated with like comedy podcasts so like i listen now to like i listen to joe rogan every now and then but it's mainly like this past weekend with uh theo vaughn or uh like joey diaz's podcast or burt kreischer's podcast 
And then I listen to like Call Her Daddy uh, with Alex Alex Cooper. Um, yeah. Or there's one. It's a it's a hockey podcast called The Biscuit that my buddy hosts, and he's got like super fucking famous from because uh, I like I love hockey. And then like MMA podcasts like here and there. Like I listen to because like with MMA, like everybody in MMA has a podcast pretty much. Oh, like, uh, okay. Kinda, yeah, you got to kind of like skip around to find a good one. So like I listen to like nine out of the ten of them maybe and like i'll only stick with and like subscribe to like three of them essentially gotcha yeah i love that that's the one thing i love about podcasts like it gives anybody a fucking platform like if you have a computer or a phone like you can talk to the world and and you you should because if you have something to say you have no idea what you say how that can affect another human being that might be what and it may be just a stupid joke you know, a good story or whatever, put your, put it out there. Why not? Yo, I agree a hundred percent. And like when I first started, I originally was going to call the, the, the podcast uh, homegrown because like I was literally doing it all in house. I was doing like very little to no editing to like, just show like authenticity. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, right. And like, I like, that's all I wanted to do. Like, because, okay. So for like a backstory, I was originally, um, so I'd signed up to do bare knuckle boxing, which is like, blowing up now um but i'd signed up i was supposed to go to mississippi to be in this guy's fight camp um and i was in a like a vehicle accident that messed my teeth all up. oh and oh so, wow so i was like getting dental work done and i was like hey you know i'm not gonna be able to make it they, they were gonna pay for everything and i was like hey i'm not gonna be able to make it i'm truly sorry i sent them like photos of my face and they were like oh no like, we believe you if there's anything <laughs> if there's anything we can do let us know so i was like hey man like i have like a microphone i have a computer like it'd be cool if i could interview the fighters like since i was like kind of gonna like be there you know and uh so they hooked me up like they let me start interviewing oh people. that's awesome i started interviewing like some of my friends that i was like close to like other fighters rugby players like fishermen and shit and like that's essentially like, how it started it was like i was just kind of bored and like trying to stay busy and then i fell in love with like this idea that like i could influence somebody's mindset and like put them in a in like a good mindset you know what i mean like mm-hmm. that is a, so amazing like if somebody's having a shit day like i can essentially like talk about something to make them feel good on the podcast like i just fell in love with that idea and then like i just kept going and then i was on this mission for a while um because sex work in america is looked at like it's demonized almost and like yeah yeah, yeah. i was on yeah. this mission i was like yo i want prostitutes strippers only fan girls like i want them to come on so i can show that like they're human too so like i actually made a really good friend named lucy power and like she's a super cool chick she's from australia she actually blew up my australian fan base right off the bat oh awesome that's awesome she's like she's like a painter and like she's really into music and she's a fucking world champion bodybuilder like you know what i'm saying like damn showing people that like there's another side like there's a different side to people than like what they see and that's yeah exactly Mm mm-hmm I'm not I totally this, agree with that. I'm not in this to like, get rich. I'm not in this to get like famous. I mean, it'd be nice, but it's it, fun. Yeah, it'd be nice. <laughs> I'm, I'm in this to just show people like there's more. Same. There's more to a book than like what you see, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I agree. For us, like, I think just I think for us, it's basically wanting to just let other people know that it's okay. Like you're, we're going. Th- there are people going through the same thing that you're going through, and you know, we're absolutely. just gonna make light of it. Yeah, like, um, I'm not sure when you're going to air this, but, like, our fifth episode is going to be a really deep one. Um, 
Oh goodness, I'm I'm a little, I'm, a little, I'm real scared for that one. Are you? Because you know I'm an emotional yeah, mess, you're, anyways. She, yeah, I you're a little. Cry all yeah, time. I, well, we're gonna laugh a lot. Oh too, yeah, so. we are. Crying, crying is like my favorite thing to do anymore. Like, <laughs> honestly, like, you just feel so much better after a good cry. Yes. No, that is so true. Sometimes I think as I think all moms or maybe all parents, but I think especially like single parent households, like you have that good shower cry. Oh my gosh, those are the best. Yeah, those are, it, and it, just get it all out. Okay, so I will I, say, I find it almost physically impossible to cry in the shower. <laughs> what? I really? Before, I gotta get it done before or after. I can't. I can't cry in the shower. I don't know if it's like the steam. I don't know if like I'm an alien. Yeah, I just can't do it. What? You're an alien. We're You're gonna go with alien. your alien. That's all there is to it. Really? I feel like my shower cries are, like, the best. I love a good shower cry. Because I totally imagine, you know, the whole hippy-dippy in me. I totally imagine all the crap just, like, Yeah, I, that, how, that's how I, too, I picture it just, like, washing down. away. Yeah, going yep, down That's the, what the I drain. think, too, when I do my shower cry. I think all my bad juju and yeah. all the stuff that's making me anxious yeah. is like washing away yeah, you just plus my sins. You release all of that. It's the same thing, it's the same thing when you get in the ocean. Yeah, and you have yeah. stuff going on. You can, you, as the ocean, as the water water touches you, as the wave comes in, mm-hmm. you you release all of it and just imagine all, the ocean just taking all of your garbage away with you, all the bad energy, all the bad anxiety, all the bad everything just takes it out back to the ocean. So October the twenty fifth, uh, I aired a podcast where I was talking about like I just quit drinking, and. I was like doing really good with it. Like I was doing phenomenal with it. I got weeks into it and just like, it just made me feel better. Like not drinking. And then last week, uh, like last, so starting last Monday, I booked a podcast every single day. Like I didn't go to jujitsu. I would come straight home. Damn. I would pick up my, yeah, I'd pick up my daughter. I'd come home. And then when her mom got home, like I would just go straight to podcasting. And I'd done that for an entire week straight. And, um, pretty much like i had i had like broke like my sobriety trust pretty much so like i was going to aa meetings like via zoom uh just because like it felt good like it felt super good to do it and i felt super accomplished doing that and like going and yeah sharing. and then like i i broke my sobriety like over the holiday because i had a really bad day on holiday like where um. i was just having like panic attacks and i was like yo i need a beer and then you know like it never ends with a beer so yeah yeah i had like eight and then um <laughs> And then afterwards, I was like, okay, like, I can either embrace this or I can, like, I can let this fuck me up. So that was, like, my fuel. So, like, I just, I was like, all right, whatever. So I booked a podcast for myself every single day since I've been back from holiday. And like, Yeah, so, like, I was, like, feeling really shitty. And I was like, okay, I now have people in my inbox, like, asking me, like, like, links to, like, AA Zoom meetings that I'm doing. And now, like, I can't even, like, with a with a true heart, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah, I was yeah. Like, All right, I gotta make it up to people, like, one way or another. So I've been doing guest spots. I've been doing solo podcasts. I've been doing fucking all sorts of shit. But like, I like the authenticity of podcasts. Like, if you're not playing like a character and it's not like a yeah, like, a yeah. collective kind of podcast, and like you're your authentic self. Like, I love that. Like, you're being raw and visceral with people and, and letting them know, like, hey, you're fucking up, or hey, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I think that that's 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 the true I feel almost art of podcasts mm-hmm. for me because that's kind of where I started with my listening of podcasts as well was you know just wanting to be in a better mental headspace yeah so I started listening like you did to you know personal growth podcast and then it just evolved into other stuff and then 
we wanted to find something that we could relate to because we couldn't necessarily find something specifically that was centered and geared towards us. Yeah, because, I mean, we're, like, in this post-divorce, like, life reflection saga because, I mean, I'm 35. Uh, We're both, like, in our um, over 30. We have had, like... I mean, I'll tell what my age is. I don't care. (laughs) I'm 46. (laughs) And then we've had... Either one. nobody ever does nobody, nobody ever, ever does, does. it's, it's, it's kind of like a party trick now when whenever we go out and they're, they're like i'll say something about how old my kids are and they turn around and they look at me and they're, they're, your kids are how old that's why i was like 19 months <laughs> <laughs> yeah and when we, we when i go out with my girls everybody said always assumes that they're my sisters and of course they roll their eyes and i'm like look here wenches y'all need to understand that this is what you're gonna look like when you're my age and you need to appreciate that now yeah um but yeah uh and they're and we're, we're women of color too at that yeah and and you know we and we work in these like corporate environments you know but then we're still women mm-hmm. so like all the womanly things that kind of disappear when you're a mom almost on the outside like you know when you're in your 20s and you're having fun with all your girlfriends like it almost disappears when you get over 30 mm-hmm. and then especially after you're divorced and you're a mom you know and then like we were trying to find podcast that reflected that kind of era of like the working mom that's still a woman and like still yeah you know and there are some good podcasts that we listen to of of, you know single moms and stuff like that like uh good moms bad choices um that's pretty much my favorite one uh but there there just wasn't that kind of a podcast so we wanted to just make our own no, and put, out, put it all out there. That's put it all I'm, out there. That's what I'm saying. Like Joe Rogan, like you'll have athletes on every now and then, and you'll have, um, like you'll have like scientists on, and you'll have just random guests. And like that's kind of like like I hate comparing myself to Joe Rogan, but like that's like kind of like how I choose guests. Like it's so random. Um, mm-hmm. But like outside of Joe, like I didn't know a podcast similar to like the vibe that I wanted to cover. You know, being like a young father who's involved in like different athletics and I'm trying to steer away from politics. That's like a big thing too. Is like, I've done an election episode now. Um, just essentially because like, I, like I'm a hardcore libertarian, but like outside of me saying that, like, I don't really want to talk about politics on the podcast because I feel like a lot of people are trying to escape that sort of. You know, yeah, that's definitely. Surrounded by it. And so, yeah. And especially this past year, it's been yeah. crazy. I don't watch the news. Yeah, I, I get up in the morning and I turn on Sports Center. Yeah, I'm usually a third party voter, also. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to you. Yeah, I I was just like, I don't want to like, I don't want to deal with politics. I don't want somebody who's gonna like be bought out essentially. Which like I feel like is is a lot of like what you get with with celebrities or like different media personalities. Like they'll like the the guy from My Pillow is sponsoring that podcast, so they have to. You know what I'm saying? Like. And that dude was a crackhead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. He like, legit was a crackhead. Anyway, so... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, I, don't, I don't want somebody with a bought-out opinion to be telling me what I should know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would just... Yeah. Like, yeah I just rather... That's what... I think that's one of the things, too, me and Tiana talked about. Like, we're just going to be our authentic selves. 
no matter what and like what are like one of our things at the very end of each episode we do like a mama knows best so we kind of create like a little lesson based off whatever the stories that were told during the episode so then it kind of closes um the hour with uh you know this is what you should have learned by listening to our stories right can i have yeah like can you guys do one of those for this podcast we're 81 minutes in i imagine we're gonna be closing can i have a (laughs) oh my gosh we talked about such a range of things we talked about eight wait what was it so conspiracy mama knows best aliens do exist okay hold on let me so there was aliens what else did we talk about we talked about angels ghosts ghosts. we talked about um we talked about bigfoot the podcast that we listened to Bigfoot, yeah, we talked yeah. about Bigfoot. Conspiracy, UFOs, stuff. Meek Mill and his, his um, ashy yeah, knees. Meek Mill, the ashy, the ashy knees. <laughs> I wonder if she saw his ashy knees when she was sucking Yo, his dick. I'm gonna ask her. I'm gonna text her later. <laughs> Talked about just concerts. Just send her that photo. Just be like, hey, guess what I found? <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna be like, hey, I know those knees. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about concerts that we've been to um where we were from okay i gotta like get let's we can talk a little bit longer while i think of the mama knows best this is a huge range yeah i we love were, it we pretty yeah, random we, we i'm covered, all about it we covered a lot of shit <laughs> yeah <laughs> hey so really quick while i still have you guys when your so your podcast goes up tonight yeah yes. yeah it, it airs episode four airs tonight at midnight are you guys and it's, every sunday Monday. Every we do Monday, Monday midnight, oh, okay. like midnight going into Monday. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's always confusing. Like, you know, yeah. like if you like Me ever too. took any like online courses, it's like they always say 1159 because I think people would like fuck it up. If they said midnight. Yeah. yeah. So they always tell you 1159. Yeah. Yeah. So we, yeah, we drop every, every Monday. I'm so random. Like where I had a podcast like every other day, like I've been waiting like two to three days in between podcasts, but like. It's so hard because you don't want to like water down your like your fan base, but you also are like so excited. Like, like I had this Sean podcast that I've been sitting on for days now, and I'm like, yo, I've got to put it out. So like, literally right before we went live, like I just went ahead and like, well, I mean we're not live, but like right before we started recording, I was like, yo, I've got to release this now. Like I don't. Care. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. You do you know? like? Go ahead. Do you um like have episodes like in the bank that you like post or do you just like go week by week by week so this week i have because i was like torturing myself and recording every yeah week. so i've i've been sitting on a couple now and this one will be the last okay. one i'll sit on um because i've been like i filled up my week half with like my shit and then half with guest spots um so like i'll be sitting on this one for maybe like two ish days while i edit everything down for the most part though like i'll release because like me and my brother release every tuesday like that's like a tried and true fact like we release mm-hmm. on tuesday and we record on tuesday so it gives us both like a week to to like hammer all, all the details out and shout out my brother uh scotty from the weekly forecast because that dude's doing like all of our editing and yeah there's like a lot of shit we gotta bleep out and yeah so kudos <laughs> to him um, yeah the editing takes the longest yeah chris, oh, chris we, started, krista has been killing it we've been we've been starting uh to like bleep out curse words sometimes Okay, and so we had a call the other day because we have like this phone number, and people can call and ask random questions. Which, by the way, you girls should both do that. 
Yeah, can you like send me that info so I can yeah. so we can start incorporating that because that's actually hilarious. That so would be really funny. We had this question the other day that I like misheard, right? And he was talking about the catcher being the most important position, and I was like, "All right, bet." And apparently, he was talking about softball. So there was quite a bit of that that was like bleeped out, and for a while. <laughs> For a while, we were, like, only on Spotify for some reason, and I think that it has something to do with, like, the explicit nature of our podcast. I don't really... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah, so he's been, he's been working his ass off, so shout out to him. But we, we, like, we release every Tuesday, and then with the takedown, like, it's literally, like, usually when I have a guest, I'll have them on, like, I'll do the show, everything's cool, and then I'll try to get it released, like, within two to three days, just so, like, they stay, like, the guests stay kind of, like, engaged and they're not like oh hey i just talked to you for an hour and a half like when is that you know what i mean mm-hmm. oh yeah do you guys are you guys trying to incorporate guests in your podcast or yes so episode five will be our first guest um since this is going to be this will probably air after so i'm just going to tell them the title yeah because this will probably air after december 14th is that correct josh uh what is today uh, the sixth. Oh, yeah, so today's the sixth. Probably be up by like the eighth at the most. Oh, so. It's... Oh shit! So yeah. it'll. Oh well, then we can just yeah, we we'll can... just plug it here. Yeah, it's we can. The first, so then that's, that's the first time I've ever dated a podcast like during a podcast. So right on, right on. Um, so December fourteenth, uh, our episode five is called "Breakups, Uncoupling, and Divorce." And we're having our male, our first male guest, which is also our friend. And but his personality, like you need to think of Jack Sparrow, the um, Johnny Depp's character, think Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, yeah, yeah! Shout out Johnny Depp. Fuck Amber Heard, by the way. <laughs> oh, right. That's that's our guest's personality, but he has a really powerful story about his divorce and what he had to overcome and all the different um, trials and tribulations that he went through. And we're both going to, sh- we're both going to share our, um, yeah, our divorce stories as well. Uh, which is why I said it was going to be an emotional, this is going to be an emotional. Yeah. It might be a two-parter. Yeah. It might be a two-parter. We're definitely thinking it's going to be Cause there's definitely some cliffhangers in there. Um, a lot of laughs, uh, but there's going to be some super deep shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's phenomenal. That's the stuff that, like, I really like. So, um, I subscribed to you guys on Apple. Um, and I oh, yeah, I already did it to you, too. I did yours, too. I suggest I did it to both on. of your podcasts. Oh, thank you so much. I suggest everybody go check out The Good Milk on Apple, Spotify, etc. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited to hear it. I, like, that's the kind of shit that I like, though. Like, I like the raw like visceral stuff like i don't like and like not to like pick on the paul brothers because logan paul just got booked to fight floyd mayweather earlier but i heard about that we were literally we, just talking like about we were talking that. but me and tiana were just talking about that we're like let's just like the odds of that like we should just throw a hundred dollars on logan paul we're just, totally we're totally like, betting on logan paul no, just don't. just in case don't? no just in case, just in case. What like i totally think mayweather's gonna win but you never know what's gonna happen so there was this little dude that uh mayweather went to japan to fight in an exhibition fight named uh Tenshin. Uh-huh. and he fights in was it k1 k1 fighting or was it boxing 
it, it, so it was kind of weird. It was like there was like a really weird rule set, but Tenshin's like a Japanese uh, star, pretty much. You got to fight uh, Mayweather, and I thought I see. I thought Conor McGregor had a really good shot coming into it because Conor's not going to fight like a boxer. He's going to fight like an MMA fighter, so he's going to really pick his shots and be smart. Um, so when Connor couldn't get it done, I was like, alright, Tenshin might be able to, because Tenshin's a really, like, he's a really sharp kid. Uh, and Tenshin got fucking embarrassed. And now... Really? Like, Damn. Yeah. I, he's more of a spectacle. And Logan Paul's definitely gonna be a billionaire after that, 100%. His podcast is, like, trending, like, top 50 in the, in the world. Like, that kid's gonna be a billionaire just from that fight. But, um... I don't know. If I was you, I'd put a hundred down that Floyd finishes it in three. Okay, we'll do that too. We'll do that too. <laughs> we'll do, that too. We'll do, we'll that, do too. that too. I just like a good. Um, well, we. I just learned how to play craps last night too. Oh, so I'm yeah, like super. Story. Yeah, I'm super into like trying to figure out the betting stuff because well, I'm Asian, so like gambling is like part of my culture. Oh, wow. So, but I've never played craps I'm American, ever. So part of my culture is taking everybody else's money. So. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I'm Cuban, so I go to I go to Vegas, and I don't even I don't even play the do, the the quarter slots. <laughs> yeah, no lie, like I've been wanting to go to Vegas hardcore, and this year, me and like my girl, like big group of our friends, we were all planning on going to Vegas, and then COVID happened, and I was like, yeah, that's probably uh. a sign that I shouldn't be gambling. <laughs> <laughs> Let me say, I had this fight, right? I had this fight in bumfucked West Virginia, and they literally were like, hey. um, we can't like pay you for being here, so we're gonna give you a casino card. Because I was like staying in a in a casino hotel, right? So I got this mm-hmm. casino card. Yo, I was gambling and drinking before my fight. Went, I actually <gasps> lost the fight, and then I went back and kept gambling and drinking afterwards. And now I was like sad because I lost the fight. So like, I hammered that that little casino. Like I should not have spent as much time as I did in there. And uh, yeah, so I'm like, yo, Vegas <laughs> probably shouldn't be the move for me. That's crazy. My sister lives in Vegas. She loves it. Yeah. It's on my mm-hmm. bucket list. Like, I want to go visit Vegas. And Vegas is really cool if, like, you're a fight fan. Like, I kind of, like, fancy. Yeah, don't they? I think they have all the fights there, don't they? Yeah, don't they do yeah, all, yeah. The, all well, the fights in Vegas? The UFC Apex is out there, and they do, like, a lot of high-level boxing matches. Like, I like I think of myself now as, like, an MMA historian because I've went on so many different podcasts. Oh, my God. I love that. Well, that I've, is like, really cool. I've, like, been into MMA, like, since it – I mean – the sport of mixed martial arts has only been around for like 25 years or the UFC has only been around for like 25 years really yeah and so I had no idea my dad was like a huge fan of Mike Tyson back in the day and Roy Jones like my dad was like a, a boxing fan and then he converted over to, to the UFC once uh, like the Ultimate Fighter aired um, mm-hmm. and so there was this fight it was Forrest Griffin and Stefan Bonner that literally like saved the UFC because the UFC at that point was bankrupt. was it super bloody yeah super bloody I think I remember that fight yeah it was it was absolute chaos but the UFC was actually bankrupt at that point and they oh. just got a deal with, with Spike TV for one season of the Ultimate Fighter and the, the finale was Stefan, uh, Stefan Bonner and Forrest Griffin and literally during the fight um like, because back then it was, like, landline phones and shit, right? So people were literally calling their friends and telling them to tune in to the fight. And so the numbers during that fight went up tremendously. And Spike TV and the UFC went into the alley behind where they shot the fight and wrote a deal on a fucking napkin. Like, what? I had no idea. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, so that like, is a hell of a story right there. Yeah. <laughs> 
I actually I'm supposed to go on a on a podcast and tell that story uh, soon. And like, there's like a bunch of other shit. So Forrest Griffin going into that fight was actually a Georgia City police officer, and Stephen Bonner, um, he was like this kind of like crazy guy, right? So Forrest Griffin almost didn't get on the plane to go shoot the the TV show. Uh, because he had like a panic attack at the airport and he called his boss like the the police lieutenant or whatever and was like hey can i have my old job back and we just forget this ever happened and he ended up like his lieutenant kind of talked him into like flying to vegas and just trying it out and so during the filming of the tv show one of the rules was like you couldn't leave the house and so stefan bonner actually left the house and went on a beer run and got all this liquor and came back to the house and they were trying to kick him off the show well they ended up deciding not to kick him off the show. Forrest Griffin decided to actually go to the show, and then you have to win your fights to get to the finale. So, like, a lot of shit lined up, like, absolutely perfect. And that deal, like, with Spike TV saved the UFC. He was called the American Psycho. I remember this. I remember this. Yeah, um, yeah. Epis- I remember that fight. Because it was really crazy. gross. I remember, I remember being, it. I remember being a kid, and my dad watched it live. And my dad's just, like, standing up in front of the TV. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'd only seen boxing matches up until that point. And then after that, like, I was hooked. I just feel like... Like, I love MMA. MMA. Like... MMA fighters, I think, have to be... The way that you guys fight is a completely different way than a boxer fights. And I feel like you have to be way more strategic with your hits and how you take somebody down in order to win the fight. I think it's almost like a, like they say uh, soccer is a smart man sport. Mm-hmm. I feel like MMA fighting is almost like a smart man type of fighting sport. Well, Did so you? MMA oh, had sorry. Like, a terrible reputation. No, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. MMA had like a terrible reputation of just being like, like badasses with like fucking mohawks and tattoos and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Now like you can go into like, literally you can go to like San Bernardino or like you can go to like Las Vegas or you can go to New York and you'll find like 12 tech nerds that can choke you out or fucking knock you out like you know what I'm saying like it's yeah it's, it's grown tremendously and you're, like, you're right like it's a lot of game planning and shit I remember I would have panic attacks before fights because I was so nervous like what yeah. could happen like what's gonna happen you know what I mean yeah because the way that you guys take each other down and the way that you guys fight it's 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 it just has to be so strategic in the way that you hit somebody or the way that you that you create your fight in order to win it that I I I, th- I feel like that just takes more work not that one is better than the other because I I I grew up watching boxing like back in the day with you know um, Roy Jones Jr. and Mike Tyson and Evander Holyfield and George Foreman and all them guys when they were fighting so boxing is different now but I have a complete different appreciation for MMA fighting and sometimes it's hard for me to watch. I remember, I think it was 2001, um, I'm going to actually Google it, I think it was 2001 when Mike Tyson came back and, like, mm-hmm. tried fighting, but, yeah, you know, my dad was, like, super into it, and then I got super into it, and when I got into it, like, I got into it, like, into it, into it, and it's, like, literally, like, like my girl watches, like, all my family watches, like, my brother was literally, like, in the corner for, like, my very first fight, like, we fell in love with it, for sure. Wow, that's crazy. Oh, you'll like this story then. Um, I used to go to, I used to live in Oahu, um, and I used to go to Bikram Yoga. And one of those Hawaii UFC fighters was in one of my classes one time. Oh, no shit. I don't, I know there's two of them, and I don't remember which one it is, but I remember everyone, like, fangirling. 
there that he was there. Guy, there was one guy, his name was BJ Penn. He was like the very first uh, Hawaiian UFC fighter. Yeah, it wasn't him. It was one of the other, the younger ones. Max Holloway? And maybe him, or there's another one. Yancey it was Jerry. either him. I think so. It was one of those two guys. Yeah. Um, but BJ Penn has his own like UFC gym in all over Oahu. Uh, not to like shit on BJ. He's like a massive cokehead and uh, has a couple. Um, well, didn't he get? I think he got knocked out. He I remember out seeing. Bouncer, yeah. Yeah, I remember what? seeing it in the news in Hawaii. Yeah, BJ Penn. Um, He's one of those people that like should have quit fighting a long time ago because. As much as I love it, uh, MMA, like, I'm also, like, one of the main guys that I'm like, yo, this shit's bad for your brain. And, like, that's what I tell yes. Oh, no, for sure. Yes. Definitely CTE type thing. Yeah, yeah. I tell all my fighters, like, when I'm coaching somebody, like, you are, like, you're there to have fun. And if I ever think you're getting hurt, like, I'm just going to call it. Like, I have no problem throwing in a towel. And I don't care how embarrassed you are. I don't care how mad at me you get. You can fucking quit the gym if you want to. But I'm not going to let somebody get fucking hurt. Like, that's not, that's not what I'm there yeah. for. You know what I mean? Um, and that's really important it really is yeah and i tell like i tell everybody it's like it's perfect chaos is what it is like you have to you have to do everything right like i'm not gonna let anybody get hurt and guys like bj Penn, like they've just been hit in the head too many times not to shit on him at all because at one point he was he was an absolute legend but he's got like a bunch of um what's what's those charges like whenever you're hit your spouse or whatever the domestic, domestic violence. violence yeah the domestic violence he has like a bunch of those he's got a bad drug problem he, he's one of those guys mm. where like the brain is definitely being affected from all these wars you see like a lot of yeah. players too yep like, uh, that's sad. exactly what it is it is really sad it's very sad because you take so many hits to the head and stop and that's the biggest thing is that you have to have this body after you're done doing what mm-hmm. you're doing with it and you still have to continue to live and so you have to protect it no matter what so kudos to you for being a, a conscious about that and wanting to protect your fighters i went on a podcast it was a sex podcast uh with a, a female her name is dr erica miley and she literally just wanted to talk about the effects that mma has on the brain and so we talked like probably an hour and a half about cte and i've had like like UFC fighters come on the podcast, like Ian McCall, who, um, shout out Ian and shout out a company called Decram California, but they're trying to legalize psilocybin mushrooms in California because their belief is that you can use psilocybin to repair like brain tissue. Um, so like, I'm really into that, like studying how to fix the brain because you, know, you don't want to see another Aaron Hernandez or a junior saying, Oh, hell God. no. Yeah. That is just, that, that was awful. And Krista and I were, were pretty obsessed with Aaron Hernandez when all that stuff came out. Cause remember we watched all yeah, that Yeah, we watched that, all that documentary, but, um, I also read too, that the mushrooms can also help with depression and also just FYI, they don't show up on government drug tests. They they, they're studying right now that apparently MDMA, psilocybin, and DMT can cure mm-hmm. depression, anxiety, yep. and post-traumatic stress disorder, yeah. which is absolutely phenomenal. If, if that, I'm I'm one of those people like I believe that they can help, and I believe it comes from the earth. It's probably okay. yeah, you know yeah, I mean? like, exactly. Like I yeah, telling, I was telling my buddy the other day. He was like, "Yo, like, like, because he's a father too. He's like a young parent. He's like, what are you?" Like, when the drug talk comes, you know, the birds and the bees, when the drug talk comes, like, what are you going to say? And I'm, yeah, if it comes from the earth, it's probably okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I feel like in, I mean, Florida, medicinal is already legal anyway. And I feel, by the time our children are about, like, in their teens, I feel like marijuana is going to be completely recreationally legal everywhere. 
I mean, uh, and it's from the earth. Socially acceptable. Yeah. Well, yeah. When you think about it, we the effects that weed has on the body compared to the effects that alcohol has on the body and your impairment. Why wouldn't weed be legal? Right. It's because it's, it's got to be the taxing, right? It's got to be, and I don't understand. Like they say, it's a gateway drug, and my really close friend and I, one of my closest friends her and I got into a discussion about it yesterday because my view on weed is very I don't believe it's a gateway drug at all whatsoever because I think that if you're gonna if you're gonna do drugs I feel like you're gonna go higher than weed off the bat and I think people that smoke weed just smoke weed smoke weed yeah let me tell you and that's it this is not me like bullshitting this is like I've not smoked weed in years the only gateway that it ever led me to was like fucking Taco Bell. Like I would go smash it. <laughs> Thank you. The Thank golden you. arches of um, McDonald's. Uh, and, and Taco Bell. Thank <laughs> you. Kid Cudi and I would just go smash a Taco Bell. Like I'm talking thirty two dollars. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> R- who are you telling? See, you are speaking my language. Yeah, they took. Yeah, but no, I completely. You. I'm like low key salty as hell at Taco Bell. <laughs> you know my favorite thing that they that they took they been took this off the menu like ten years ago was the volcano burrito. Does anyone remember the volcano burrito? I remember, I remember eating it and getting so sick afterwards. Really, that I, was like, my favorite was burrito. But I don't eat like I eat hot stuff. Tacos. The fi- oh, I remember. Yeah, those, those are good. Those yeah. are good. Yeah. Um. They took off the beefy Frito burrito too. I was so mad. I went the other night when I came to your house. Oh, yeah. I went and I was like, can I have a Frito burrito? And there's, oh, oh, man, we don't take it off the menu. I'm like, what? What do you mean you take it off the menu? How do you take off the Frito burrito menu? Uh, off the menu? It was like a dollar too, right? Yes, it was on the dollar menu. I would get a Frito burrito and then I would get a bean burrito and some Fiesta potatoes. That was the I love that. Yeah, I Fiesta potatoes are the tits. Yeah, yeah. you ready for this. I get, anytime I go to Taco Bell, like, drunk, sober, whatever, I always get... <laughs> A chicken quesadilla. I get the crunch wrap with no lettuce, or I'm sorry, with no tomato and no onion. I get the little cinnamon twist things, and then I have to get a soft shell taco to go with it. And then a Baja Blast. <laughs> Yo, it's like 11. A Baja Blast. Baja Always Blast is good, Baja but Blast. I'm more of a, when I'm like hungover or whatever, I'm a McDonald's girl. Oh, I love McDonald's. <laughs> no, I I'm, I love it. It's always consistent. I'm a McDonald's girl. Tiana, after what about you? Uh, for a hangover? For a hangover, for drunk, whatever. Yeah. I'm Taco Bell. Taco ah, Bell I'm McDonald's. Taco Bell I'm McDonald's. I love McDonald's. I will hit up a Taco they, Bell drive-thru McDonald's has the ratio of bubbles to syrup in their Coca-Cola perfected. Bubbles really? to syrup? Yeah, because yeah, you know that they make they have a special type of um, fountain machine I used that to, makes. I used to work in this gas station. I used to fuck that up all the time. For the- <laughs> 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 no, there, there's a whole article about McDonald's soda, and it's so fascinating to read because it's like everything is super thought out. The width of the straw. The ratio of bubbles to syrup, the piping from the syrup to the machine is like a cold 
pipe so it keeps it cold. Ooh. Yeah, no, there's a whole like three page article about it. Interesting. I'm gonna you send it to you. The articles about how they do the marketing and like how most of that stuff is like glued on to like burgers and tacos and stuff. What? Really? Yeah, What's so glued? Like, so like all the images that you see like on commercials, like you know, like when they drop a burger and it like falls into the frame or whatever. So the lettuce is like glued on to the patty or like they use toothpicks to oh yeah 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 i i watched this whole thing about how the food people take their food pictures like even for cookbooks that's crazy yeah and it's like sometimes it's like not even the real food it's like some other fucking shit that so it looks prettier like they'll use food coloring on food to make it brighter oh yeah, to, to make it, to make to make it, it look, look, yeah. So it's more appealing, so therefore you want to eat Anthony Bourdain. Uh, uh, love Anthony Bourdain. I Shout out Anthony. Rest in peace for sure. But yeah. I read a lot of yeah. like, the LaSalle's cookbook and like his, um, his last cookbook I think was called Good Eats, maybe? That sounds familiar. Yeah. But like, I just, like, Google this shit all the time. Like, if I'm ever looking for a recipe, I always Google what Anthony Bourdain done first because at least, like, then I know it's not going to be, like, bullshit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, seriously, right? I think one of the things I loved about him is that he was never scared to, like, eat, try anything. To eat. Like, he would eat it. I'm down to try anything almost once. I just don't eat chitlins. Uh, I've had chitlins before. I I eat, I've eat. i had them, but yeah. I don't like them. I've eaten chitlins before, but I don't like them. I was in Arizona at this sushi place, and everybody was eating squid. And I was like, this is what yes. I want for sure. Were they yeah. live squid or were they like calamari fried? No, it was calamari, and I was like, "This is not, uh, this is not happening." <laughs> what? What? You're crazy! Yep. On, you I went on, on a yes. yes, I went on a date with this one guy before, and he had never had calamari, and I had ordered it, uh-huh. and I didn't tell him it was calamari or it was squid. I told him it was chicken because I didn't want him to not try it. My favorite part about the calamari is the tentacles. Oh yeah. I will not order calamari off the menu if it doesn't have tentacles in it. Mm. Yeah, I'd rather yeah. Josh is not feeling that at all. <laughs> yeah, He's like, there, oh my god, you're gonna... <laughs> you're gonna love this then? Like, on the episode four, we talk about what's the weirdest things we've ever had in our mouth. And one of the things that um, I've eaten are called um, ice gobies, which are like little transparent minnow fish. And you eat them alive in, a, like, a little shot glass with, like, sake and stuff like that. Have you guys ever heard of that chicken that's, like, prepared and you eat it with, like, a napkin over your head? What? No. Oh, my gosh. I'm trying to find... Uh, Why do you eat it with a napkin over your head? Uh, I'm trying to Google I feel like this is a joke. No, no, no. I, it's like a legit thing. <laughs> Are you fucking with us? It's called, no, it's called an ordering. And it's a, it's like a songbird. I need to Google this. When you, when you eat it, um, you put like a napkin over your head to shield from from God's eyes because it's it's a shame to eat a decadent and disgraceful, or it's it's decadent and, dis- and disgraceful. It's so crazy. Anthony Bourdain talks about it in one of his books, and I had a guest on. She was talking about it. And I was like, Yo, and you eat it. Oh my God, the people are really covering their heads. Yeah, and you eat it like whole too, like all the bones and everything. Right, so. Oh, that's like balut. So I'm Philip. Oh, yeah. My mom's Filipino, and there's this um, it balut. It's B A L U T. Yeah, and it's a it's a basically a fertilized developing egg embryo. Oh, 
and it's boiled and eaten from the shell. So if you look at it, um, you basically it's like a street food. So you when you buy go, it, you gotta go say like seven Hail Marys after you eat that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm not trying to. Yeah, that. That's funny. Is it good? I mean, it's really salty. Um, would I eat it again? It's a, <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's uh, you gotta at least try it. Yeah, I always try something once, and then I can say uh, I didn't like it. But I always try something once, and that was the rule. That was all. Yeah, was that's always the rule in this I house. I would be down with trying the Ortolan, but like at the same time, like I grew up on a farm. Like I love birds. Like <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't know something about like these pictures. Like when you when you Google Ortolan, like Ortolan bird eating, like something about like it's a pretty bird too. Like, you know, like, like my daughter would watch a TV show about this thing just fucking singing. You know, it'd be like pitch perfect for birds. Like, <laughs> pitch perfect for birds. That's why you gotta cover your face. That's also, um, <laughs> there's this fish in Hawaii called the parrotfish, and it's the most beautiful fish. It's like, um, like a turquoise and pink and like a very bright yellow because it eats all the algae. And when it when it swims in the water, it's it almost be- changes colors. Yeah, and it's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Um, those are the best eating fish I've ever had in my life. That's the best tasting. That's the best tasting fish I've ever had in my life. It's almost like sweet, and the texture is almost like crab meat. Ooh. Have you guys, have you guys ever heard of the the Hawaiian steak fish? Like yeah, it's humu humu nuku nuku. Um, shit, give me a second. I'm a. It's humu. It's humu humu nuku nuku kuapua a. Good God. It's the. I don't think you can eat that thing. <laughs> I think they're tiny. It's a reef trigger fish. I think they're small. The reef trigger fish. But then it wouldn't be as cool. It's not as cool. You have to do the humu humu nuku nuku kuapua ah fish. I said it like super white, but you hit, know. hit it like really fast. Let me hear that one more time. I, it's hard. Humu humu nuku nuku kuapua ah fuck. Humu humu nuku nuku kuapua ah. Humu humu nuku nuku kuapua ah. There we go. I did it. I got the last one. You know, like, I'm, when I'm, like, posting these episodes, like, I always look for, like, a little 30-second segment to, like, make it, like, the little preview. That's it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we do that, too. We do that, too. We do, like, little sound bites. Yeah, we that's do That's the that. one right there. That is the one right there. Yeah, that's I, funny. I think if I was to name that fish, like, you gotta take a Xanax after you name that thing. Like... <laughs> Yeah, it's really quick before we go. No, it has been. Mama knows best. What you guys got for me? Oh yeah, I figured one out because we we had such a broad range of topics from like everything from scary shit to religion, fish, UFOs, everything, and how we you know we love podcasting because it's really authentic. So the mama knows best for this episode for you, Josh, is the truth is out there. Fucking mic drop. What do you got, Tiana? (laughs) (laughs) What do you got, Tiana? What do you you got for me? For me, I would say be authentic. Be you. Yeah. Yeah. 
be authentic and be you. For everybody listening, you can find The Good Milk on Apple, Spotify. You can find it everywhere podcasts are sold. They are truly fun people to talk to. They are truly fun people to listen to. And they have a new episode coming out tonight at 12 a.m., which, you know, if you're listening to this episode now, it's already been out for a couple days, so go stream it. Um, as always, check out our link tree, buy our Adidas shit, buy phone soap, buy future kimonos, buy game up nutrition. And if you have anything wrong with your computer, go to quicksesh.io. As always, our phone number is 502-694-0749. And if you have an inhaler company that would like to sponsor me after I spit out that entire spiel, I'm definitely willing to negotiate. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys for listening, and uh, thank you ladies. Oh, thanks, Thank Josh. You. We had fun. Thank you for having us. We had a blast.